Welcome, Fivers, once again. We are back for episode nine of the Fantasy Five podcast. My name is Mason. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Today, we're going to be providing some advice on some players to select or perhaps some to avoid on the next Fantasy Five game week. And as usual, we will check in on the leaderboards and the prize winners. So, as usual, make sure you are following us on socials, Twitter, and Instagram at Fantasy Five Jackpot for all the latest news. And I am joined once again. He's part of the furniture now. It's for Fancy Five Media Manager Simon. Simon, big announcement this week around the partnership of Boyle Sports. Anything you can share with us? Yeah, absolutely. A really exciting time, really, for for everyone at Fantasy Five and all you know, everyone you know involved and supported with Fantasy Five. It's a you know, it's a huge deal for us um, and a big step forward, you know, to executing the things that we want to execute. Our, you know, our future plans. You know, we want to you want to make it bigger and better. We want more features. We want more products. Uh, and this deal ultimately puts us on the path uh, to getting there. So next week we'll have our CEO Jacob on on the podcast with us. So that'll be a treat for everyone uh, and us included. Get him involved and everything. And of course, he'll be there to answer anyone's questions about it and to explain it in a bit more detail. Excellent. Can't wait for that. That'll be a great way to celebrate our 10th episode next time around. Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. We are also excited for this episode. We've got a really short turnaround actually on this week. The game week starts at 3 p.m. on Saturday, February the 12th. But before we check out that game week, let's see what happened in the last couple of game weeks since our last episode. Fantasy Five. So let's check in on the Simon versus Mason competition. We were at 4-4 last time we spoke. And unfortunately for me, Simon, I've had a couple of poor weeks, game weeks 22 and 23 in the Fantasy Five world. I didn't have any correct picks uh, across either of those two weeks. How did you get on? Actually, in 22, I did get one right. I got Laporte. He was my oh. one I got right. <laughs> yes. I forgot about him. So I had Podence, McTominay, Laporte, Daka, and Rudigano. So I got one. I got one in there in EPL 22. Dagger to the heart. You've taken the lead again <laughs> after that long, long time of pulling myself back into the game. Uh, you've taken a little lead there. Okay, so 5-4. Five, five, I mean, I suspect there's going to be, you know, now we're sort of level. I suspect there's going to be like a roller coaster now. You're going to go ahead. I'm going to go. I think it's going to be topsy turvy to the end. But yeah, for now, I'm back in front. I didn't get anything in in 23 though. I got I got a fat zero. So how did you do in that one? Yeah, game week 23 was was a big fat zero for me as well. But that that was a really really tough round. Really tough low scoring games, wasn't it? Really low scoring. Well, there we are. We'll we'll let you have the lead for now, and uh, I'll try and uh, rectify that situation as soon as I can. Now, looking at our fivers in game week 22, we had four uh, of you fivers that got three out of five, but the winner of the EPL kit was Steve H287. Game week 23, lots of users got one correct pick, but the winner of the EPL kit was Stavors, and again, this coming game week. A EPL kit is up for grabs. But of course, Simon, we don't only have weekly winners. We also have the monthly winners. And Simon, please tell us the monthly prize for February. It's an exciting one. Tell us all about it. Yeah, I think it's a really, I think it's a really good one. I mean, you know, there's there's two players, obviously, that's been debated for a long time now as, you know, regarded as the world's best player. And uh, that's Messi and Ronaldo. And, um, you know, we've been we've been trying for, for a while to sort of figure out and try and get hold of some form of, 
you know, merchandise monthly prize for either Messi or Ronaldo. And we've, you know, we've managed to get ourselves, you know, an authentic, officially signed, uh, private set, signing session, autograph session, uh, a Leo Messi signature on, on his, one of his photos. I think that's a really, really cool one. Uh, you know, it's something I would love to have, to be honest. I'm not going to lie, hanging on my wall. Bit of football culture. Um, so yeah, really exciting one. Let's see who's going to win that one. Obviously, plenty of game weeks to go in February, and um, obviously it was off to a tough start with the last game week. But hopefully, the next week is going to be much nicer for everyone. Uh, quickly on the annual leaderboard, no changes here since last time round. Thhu six still leads with twenty three predictions, and Jbmoha one has <laughs> twenty two. So with that being said, let's check out Fancy Fives Game Week 24. This game week kicks off Everton versus Leeds at 3pm on 12th of February UK time. Now all the forwards and defenders on this game are at 6.5 target and the goalkeepers are at 7.5. Now Everton have lost their last four in a row. New manager Lampard coming in, hoping for a bounce, but they lost to Newcastle in his first league game. Leeds, meanwhile, picking up lots of points recently, but haven't kept a clean sheet since game week 14. Uh, they have only failed to score once in their last five, so lots of goals in their games, and I can see potentially the same thing happening in this game, Simon. What do you reckon? Absolutely the same. Yeah, exactly what you're thinking. I'm seeing, I'm looking at this first game and licking my chops because, uh, you know, with more goals comes more targets being beaten, typically. So, uh, yeah, I'm liking the look of this one. I think there's plenty of goals and I think there's plenty of targets that are uh, enticing as well. Is there any particular team that you're focusing on or area that you're focusing on with those targets or not? Yeah, for for me, it's the midfield. So, I mean, I think with, uh, as I've just mentioned, forwards and defenders, at Considering they're all at 6.5, they're all going to need more than one return, right? So the defenders are going to need a clean sheet plus something and the forwards are going to need more than a goal. Um, so I'm looking at the midfields and there's a lot of tasty options here um, on both sides, in fact. So Everton, you know, all the new signings. We've got Deli Alley here, Donny van der Beek as well. They're both at 7.5. So's Townsend. So's Gray, who he's flagged at the moment, but that could change. El Ghazi also. They're all at 7.5. So it's really kind of interesting uh, um, point targets there. You need the goal and the clean sheet. Dekure is only at 6.5, but he is out with a red flag. So don't pick him for now. Um, and there's, there's also a couple options on the on the Leeds United side, obviously. So lots of potential options here. I don't know if you're looking at midfield as well. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, like you said, it's um, that's exactly where I was looking. Um, for me, I like the look of on the Everton side. I like the look of Allen at four point five because that's just an mm-hmm. assist. You know, you can literally just pass it to someone and if they score a screamer. You know, if, if uh, Demario Gray plays, he's got a great shot on him from range. So literally, he doesn't need to do anything fancy to get an assist. Um, so that's always you know one sort of goal return, yeah, that's always of interest. Dallas on the other side, I always look at Dallas, I like Dallas. I know he's playing left back at the moment, but if uh, if it is that he gets pushed into midfield, um, that 4.5 target becomes a lot more enticing then. Um, and even at left back, it's not like he can't get an assist either, so um, one assist will, would beat that target too. Um, and then, you know, if you... If you if you are thinking it's going to be like a two or three two type of game, you know you know you shouldn't be sort of discounting any of the guys at seven point five or even eight point five. Uh, Rafinha, uh, the most creative player for Leeds, their sort of talisman, um, definitely of interest. And, and I, I'm not can't believe I'm going to say this, but Dan James, what's going on? What's I don't know what he's eating <laughs> over there, but 
uh, yeah, was it a brace in his last game? <laughs> um, yeah, it was. So, you know, uh, there's, there's plenty of targets, but I am actually looking at either Alan or Dallas. I'm probably going to go with Alan, I think, for me. What about you? Are you looking, did those two sort of jump out at you as well, or are you looking more at the sort of 7.5 target guys? Yeah, I'd, I'd both those two noted Alan and Dallas. Um, that target mm-hmm. is just so enticing. And I think I had yep. Dallas as a correct pick a few weeks ago with that 4.5 target. So I'm going to go for him again and see if uh, Lightning is going to strike twice. You like doing that. It does work for you. You've done that a few times. Yeah. You've got sort of some players that you like to use. Robertson, uh, Cancelo. <laughs> Who's the other one as well that you like to pick? I can't think of it at the top of my head. Okay, cool. All right, so it's uh, Alan v Dallas for the first one. Good stuff. Okay, so moving on to Burnley versus Liverpool. 2pm kickoff on the Sunday. Burnley haven't won since game week 10. But some really, really interesting points targets here, especially if you think Burnley might be able to do something. Most of the forwards in this game are going to need more than one return. But there is a couple here. Rodriguez, uh, who scored his first goal of the season last time out against United. And Barnes as well. They're both at a 5.5 target. Barnes didn't start in the last game, but um, obviously keep keep an eye on the... uh, on the news conferences, they would both only need a goal. And there's also quite a few defenders in the Burnley side who'd only need their clean sheet, Lauten Tarkowski, amongst others, and Nick Pope as well. So if you think there could be an upset here, there's plenty of options. What do you reckon the chances are, especially with um, Liverpool's returning AFCON players, Simon? Yeah, I think, um, obviously, it's always a tall order no matter what, um, even if Liverpool are sort of not quite fully at it. They're still, you know, it's still a tall order. Uh, but, you know, Burnley did play, you know, I thought United controlled the game in the first half against Burnley and they, they were looking like they were going to struggle. You know, United probably could have sort of made that two or three in the first half. But the second half, were they were very impressive and I was particularly impressed with uh, Wout Weghorst, I believe is the correct mm-hmm. pronunciation. I'm probably wrong, but... Um, and he was very good, the link-up play, and the, I thought the shot he had, the little pop shot he had, was great, and David De Gea did really well to save that. So, um, but he's at 6.5. If he was 5.5, I might have been really tempted to go there. Um, Jay Rodriguez and Ashley Bonds at 5.5 is not bad um, if you think they can nick a goal. It's all order for me. I, I'm probably still, yeah, I'm probably still more looking towards the Liverpool options. Um, less enticing, um, but yeah, I think there's probably more chance that they'll get their targets than, than the Burnley guys. So um, is that the way that you're sort of leaning to? Or are you actually going to take a gamble on a Burnley player? No, I'm not going to take the gamble. But I think there's some interesting <laughs> I think there's some interesting point targets that on my team. Sort of, that was my low-key way of trying to sort of give, you know, tempt you and dare you into maybe going for a Burnley player. But yeah, it didn't work. It backfired. Not this time around, no, not this time around. So, yeah, there's a lot of options on Liverpool as well, like you say, and there's some interesting price points. Obviously, quite a few high price points with Yotta, Diaz at 9.5, Salah at 11.5. You know, all of these are definitely possible. Salah to get two goals would not really surprise anyone. And he can return whatever the target is uh, is stating. But um, I'm looking more towards defence. You've already alluded to the fact that I like to pick Robertson in this game. And I think, again, <laughs> once again, with his 8.5 target, it's just a little bit more enticing than than Trent, who's at 9.5. You know, at one point makes a big difference in the defenders. And Robertson is on absolute fire at the moment, returning in his last three consecutive games. Obviously, uh, Liverpool playing at the time of recording, so that might that might be uh, an out of date stat by the time you listen to this, Fivers. But 
currently that's the that's the stat so yeah I'm already going to hang my hat on Robertson Simon who are you looking at yeah that's a good choice that's a really good choice um, I mean Trent at 9.5 is still not out of the question it obviously you can't uh, the 9.5 basically means you can't get the assist and the clean cheap but you know, Trent uh, can easily get a goal on a clean sheet. Or, um, you know, we've seen him, <laughs> what was that, return away at Leicester? I think, what did he get, like, goal assist and clean sheet, or two goals, or two assist? It was a crazy return. So, you know, yeah. he's more than capable of doing that. Wouldn't rule him out. Wouldn't rule out Van Dijk either. You know, just a 6.5, so a goal would be enough. Um, but I think I'm just going to hang my hat on the, the Egyptian king. Um, he's not playing... He's not started tonight. He'll probably come on, I would imagine, against Leicester. Uh, we're recording whilst the game is on. Um, uh, yeah, two goals. Two goals against Burnley, like you said. Not out of the question. He's more than capable. Mo Salah. Get in there. OK, so kicking off at the same time as that game is also Newcastle versus Aston Villa. All the forwards and defenders in this round one are at 6.5 and the playing goalkeepers are at 7.5. Multiple routes here again, Simon, I think. You can kind of look at any position for any team, I'd say, on this one. There's a lot of options going on here. There is, yeah. And I think uh, it's another game that I can see potentially having a few goals in it, to be honest. Newcastle, the home team, you know, tails were up after that last win. You know, a bit of confidence behind them. Um, and, yeah, it's sort of a tough draw for Villa, so they'll want to get back uh, to winning ways. I can see, I can see that being an open game which is always good for Fantasy Five. Um, I think I prefer the, in general, I prefer the, the to be honest, there's, no, there's quite a few, <laughs> there is quite a few decent ones here. I mean, Kieran Trippier, nice free kick, you know, he's got plenty of sort of routes to points, Kieran Trippier, yeah. always an interesting asset. Um, he's at 6.5, so a goal would be enough, um, or a clean sheet and an assist. I don't think there's going to be a clean sheet, but I can see him scoring again, or maybe even a couple of assists. Um, but, you know, Jacob Ramsey and Philip Coutinho were mightily impressive in that last game. Uh, Ramsey getting a brace, Coutinho goal to do assists. Uh, I think Coutinho is, is it's hard, he's hard to ignore. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that's sort of where I'm mainly looking, him or Jacob Ramsey. And then on the sort of, you know, the Newcastle side, uh, mainly looking more towards, yeah, Kieran Trippier or even, I suppose, Ryan Fraser, who did quite well in the last game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Yeah, they're, they're most of the same names I've noted. Shelby's the only other one, really, for Newcastle. He's got a 6.5 target. He's only got two goals this season, but of the 6.5 targets, I think he's probably the best one. Willock hasn't scored this season, and Almiron is is kind of lacking minutes, really. So um, Trippier, 6.5, yeah, I like that one. He is yellow flagged currently, but obviously we know he's got those free kicks in his locker. And on the Villa side, I also like their new signing, Digne, um, also a 6.5 target. We know he's got assists in his locker. We know he can score goals. So he's also a really interesting option. But I am also looking mainly at the midfield. The two names you've mentioned, Ramsey, five goals, one assist, and Coutinho. Like you said, two goals, two assists. Not only is it two goals, two assists, it's in less than 180 minutes of football, which is just amazing. And what I thought was really impressive, his XG is 4.27. Um, in less than 180 wow. minutes, which is just crazy. You know, the fact that he's got four returns is impressive enough, but XG of 4.27. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting he's, options. He, he's the type of player I love to watch. You know, when he was at Liverpool, I, I was so envious as a United fan watching him play. I always wanted that kind of player, that sort of one who can just get into those spaces and cause havoc, and that's what he does so well. Uh, and he, we're already seeing it again. So, um, 
yeah, it's hard to ignore it, and for me, it's a it's a no brainer for me. I think it's more than he's more than capable of beating that seven point five target. So it's going to be Phil Coutinho for me. Yeah, and me as well. I will also go yep. for Coutinho. Gentlemen's nod on that one. Also kicking off at 2pm Sunday, the third game at that time starts Tottenham versus Wolves. Now, all of the defenders on this one need a 6.5 target and the playing goalkeepers have 7.5. And most of the forwards are going to need more than one goal involvement. So I think again here, Simon, there's options on both sides. Wolves have been pretty strong defensively recently, haven't been scoring that many. And with Tottenham, you just never really know what Tottenham's going to turn up, do you? No, not at all. And that was a that must have been a real gut wrenching sort of defeat, uh, having got sort of the the lead uh, fairly late in the game to go up uh, against Saints two one, and then it turned around very quickly for them. And then on top of that, the agonising uh, you know disallowed goal in the whatever it was ninety odd minute or something they got a, they got a goal and it was disallowed. So yeah, a lot of pain in that last game, uh, and it, you know not too dissimilar from United in the fact that just you don't know what you're going to get. It's so inconsistent right now. So I don't really know what to expect in this game. And I think Wolves will think they can get a result. But I don't know how many goals we'll see in this game. It's not one of those games I see being quite open and entertaining. Wolves will try and control it. I think Spurs will try, will be nervous and try and control it too. So, yeah, I'm kind of looking low low goal scoring. Therefore, I'm trying to look at players that only need the one goal return to beat their target. On the Spurs side, you know, you've got Hoiberg. He's always, uh, you know, he's, he's, he always pops up with the odd goal, doesn't he? And mm-hmm. Inevitably beats us. I think he's been the target three or four times this year. So at 5.5, uh, always an interest. Harry Winks less so. I think he's just very much a keep the ball sort of moving. Doesn't really get any goals, many um, attacking returns. So not so much interested there. Ben Tanker, I don't think he started yet. I think he came on, didn't he? But didn't start. So I don't think he's quite ready to to get any action yet. But on the to be honest, I'm looking more at the Wolves players. I, I like to look at Neves in particular mm-hmm. uh, at 6.5. So he just need a goal, and I think. No, he was on pens whilst Jimenez was out. So Jimenez will be back on pens. So that's important to note. Uh, but yeah, he still just needs a goal. So that's kind of interesting me at the moment. Um, what about you? Yeah, for for Wolves, Neves as well. Scored in the last game against Brentford. And Matinho is the other one. He's got two goals and one assist in the last three. Also at that 6.5 target. So would only need the goal. And from a defensive position, Al-Nuri maybe. He gets gets forward quite a lot. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Obviously, that's six point five target, so he would need he would need a goal or or at least a clean sheet and an assist. So um, it's doable. And then the other Tottenham midfield options I was looking at: Kulusevski and Mora both got a seven point five target. I'm not sure if Kulusevski is going to be starting yet, but um, he's he's getting some minutes, so seven point five could be doable. And then Sun, we always talk about Sun, eight point five target, nine goals, five assists. And he's returned in his last seven consecutive matches. I mean, if that, if the definition yep. of a player on fire uh, is either Sun or Bowen at the moment. So I think 8.5 target for Sun is also very interesting. Absolutely. Yeah, Sun 100%. Uh, just a quick sort of dive into the live action just to let you know Salah has just come on in the 60th minute. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, so yeah, Son, yeah, yeah, definitely of interest at 8.5. He's usually higher than that. So that's definitely a decent one to go for having returned in so many consecutive games. I'm still sort of more, more towards Nevers for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I just don't think that's a game where I can see someone getting... I mean, if anyone could get a double attack and return, it's obviously Son or, you know, or Kane. But I just feel like it's one of those, just one of those games where I can see him scoring, but I don't really see him getting a brace or getting two goal returns. So I'm going to 
keep myself. It's your. Is it your go? It's your go now, yep. isn't it? So you go first. Yeah, well, you've you've mentioned Kane. I did look at him as well. Nine point five target. He scored four yeah. in his last seven, so he's starting to pick up that form which we expect with Kane. Which I remember our early episodes, we you know we weren't seeing what we what we expected to see from Kane, did we? For a long time, but he's starting to yeah. find his feet again. We'll see if his his partnership with Sun can kind of get back on track fully. Um, I am going to go for Sun though. You know, returning his last yeah. seven consecutive games is just something I can't avoid with that kind of relatively low target for him of eight point five. So. Here we go. Sun for me. Yep. Fair play. Yep. Sun Aldo. Can't go wrong there. Uh, great choice. Uh, and that, obviously that leaves me to go for who I wanted to go for. And that was Ruben Nevis. So I am going to go for Ruben Nevis at 6.5. Okay, so final game of the weekend for Fancy Five. Hopefully by this point you're getting towards that £10,000 jackpot. Leicester versus West Ham. All of the defenders here at 6.5. Once again, we're playing goalkeepers at 7.5. This is... <laughs> Yet another game, Simon. I'm really struggling to see which way it's going to go. I mean, West Ham have been playing far superior football than I think a lot of people expected them to do. They're picking up a lot of results um, recently. Leicester, again, been a bit up and down. They beat Liverpool a couple of weeks ago, but have also had a couple of uh, surprising losses fairly recently. So I'm not really sure which way it's going to go. I think I'm tending towards more West Ham. But again, it looks like there's options on both teams here. Yep, same as you. I'm really not sure which way this is what this one's going to go. Not sure about the actual result, but I'm not sure as in which way it will go. Leicester, West Ham will draw, but I'm not so sure. You know, I haven't really got a sort of strong feeling as to whether there's going to be loads of goals, or you know, it could be one of those games where it's just, you know, sort of one nil to someone as well. I think that that's quite possible in this in this game. So hopefully it's the former and there are goals because um, obviously that's better for the points targets. But I, I, I don't know. I really, I'm really, yeah, like you said, I'm really struggling to, to sort of get any feeling, strong feeling about which way this might go. That makes it obviously more difficult to choose um, the player you want to, you know, to, to get your to get your player selection correct. So there's, you know, there's no, there's no sort of obvious sort of options to me. I don't know if you spotted any absolute obvious ones, but to me, I think it's, yeah, it's it's not like one of those ones you look at and you go, yeah, that's you know, you go through it the list and you see one player and you go, yeah, that's the one I'm going for. It's easy. It's not so much the same here because there's quite, you know, there's always something you're not quite keen on when you look through this list. The one player I would sort of hang my hat on at the moment with the with the sort of recent more not so more much his recent recent form, but you know, fairly recent form is James Madison. Um, mm. He's at seven point five. He's quite capable of. I, I do think they're going to concede, so I don't think a goal on a clean sheet. Would, is going to is going to happen, but it's enough to be his target if if they manage to. Um, I do think West Ham are going to score, so it will be two goal contributions. He will need to beat that target, um, but I think he's capable of doing that. I do think he's more than capable of doing that. Um, is there anywhere in particular you're focusing on for this? Because I'm I am struggling. Yeah, like you said, I don't think there's one player that stands out. But what I really like on this on this game and uh, particularly with the points targets that have been picked by Fancy Five, there's just so many options you can go. There's loads of players uh, which are potential options for the Fivers. Um, Madsen, like you mentioned, you know, he's he's the only player other than Schmeichel in that Leicester team that's been involved in every game this season, which I thought was quite interesting. Six goals, five assists for him. Um, Barnes is also an option. He's got a couple goals and five assists. Uh, Lookman also at 7.5. His minutes aren't as secure, but he's got a few goals this season as well. Um, and then on the West Ham side of things, obviously we've got Lanzini and Suchek, both options at 7.5. We've got Rice at 6.5, who'd only need a goal. And of course, that man Bowen, who I mentioned earlier, has returned 
in six of his last seven matches with the 8.5 target. So again, he would need two goal involvements. But again, we wouldn't be surprised, would we? Because he's he's a man on absolute fire at the moment. So lots of options here. No standouts, I don't think, but a lot of potential options. I'm I'm pretty confident. I think we're going to get a jackpot winner this week. I've got to say, I think across all of these games, there's a few nice targets. It's more than possible because, not like you said, not just because of the targets, but the games that are involved this week, like you said, you know, we're not sure where they could go, but they've all got the potential, potentially, except for maybe Tottenham Wars, but the rest of them mm. have got... But even Tottenham Wars, actually, because I would have said against Southampton that would have been a low-scoring game that ended up being 3-2 mm-hmm. Saints, <laughs> and that's a similar kind of game. So all these games have got the potential, you know, to, to have big scoring, you know, big big games, big scoring games. So, yeah, I, I do think we're going to either get a jackpot winner or get very close, at least. I think there's going to be a few that will definitely get into at least four out of five and then... It'll be this game. I think we'll, we'll, we're not sure which way. If this goes, obviously, the 1-0, it'll be difficult. But if there are goals, then I think we will see the jackpot winner. My turn on this one. So I'm going to... I'm just going to go for the man in form on this one. Uh, the men in form, I should say. Uh, and I'm just going to go with Jared Bowen. He just keeps he just keeps returning. So 8.5. Um, I'm going to hope that there's goals in this one. And if there is, I think, obviously, you know, he's, he's the most creative in the one that seems to be getting on the end of things and creating stuff. So, yeah, 8.5. He's, he's going to be my man. Yep, I think it's a good shout. I'm going to go for the slightly cheaper option of Declan Rice. Um, only the one goal this season. So I'm be looking for a second goal in this match. Come on, Declan. OK, so by that point, hopefully one of you has won £10,000. We got all of our fingers crossed. Fantasy Five. So everyone, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Fancy5Jackpot. We run a Twitter competition every single game week where we ask you to pick one player who you think could beat their target score. And one of you will win a £100 Amazon voucher. Congratulations to the Game Week 22 winner that was at Killer Vikings. And the Game Week 24 prize has been doubled to £200 as we didn't have a winner in Game Week 23. So if you're not already signed up to Twitter or you're not already following Fancy5Jackpot, please do so, and some money vouchers could be on their way to you. Simon, thanks for joining me once again. Any final thoughts from your side? No problem. Pleasure as always. And yeah, just everyone, regarding the Boyle Sports Partnership, um, keep an eye out for any any further information that will be coming over the next sort of week or so. We'll be providing as much details as we can about it and trying to be as transparent as we possibly can. So that'll all be sort of released out on socials, on our emails, any communication that you signed up to. And of course, next week, uh, don't forget, our CEO Jacob will be on the podcast. He will be here, the man himself, the man behind the grand plan will be here to answer any of your questions and to obviously give his thoughts and get involved in the banter and the and the discussion. So uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Awesome. I cannot wait for the next episode. I look forward to it as always, Simon. Good luck, Fivers, in making the right picks at www.fancy5.com. Remember the deadline, 3 p.m. UK time on Saturday, February the 12th. Join us next time. And hopefully we, Jacob, Simon and myself and you will be celebrating one of you being £10,000 richer. Fantasy Five.